It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. All right. We have survived another week of college football. I'm your host, Ted Flint. Welcome back to Landlocks, a Cyclone Fanatic gambling podcast. And we are always sponsored by Wild Rose Casino out of Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. You need to check this out. If you're listening to this on Thursday, you need to head to Clinton tonight. They're doing a championship dinner. And then me and like Andrew Downs, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller, Todd Rommel Camp, and Matt, and uh, one other person whose name I can forget are going to be hanging out in the sports book tomorrow tonight. So head to Clinton. Let's have some drinks. Let's get a little wild. Let's make some bets. So, yeah, like I said, this is Landlocks, the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. I have my Cody Road poured. And as always, joined by Jake Voss, Sean Chantez Festerman. Before we get into the funness that is this week's bets and our cash crops and whatnot, it's time to discuss the very not great week that we had last week. Jake, go through our not great picks. Yeah, I've got a little uh, mood music to go with our picks, seeing how they've been going. So, mine are especially bad, but none of us did very well. Ted, Michigan minus 17, Clemson minus 7, Tulsa 21.5, Arkansas plus 2, Duke KU under 65 is a 2, 2, and a 1. Ted gets a push from Arkansas, who needed to be playing this at the game when their field goal kicker... It hit the top of the uprights. It doesn't even count. game-winning field goal. Tez had Texas Tech plus 7, Cincy minus 17, OU minus 12.5, and Hawaii plus 5 going 2-2. Hawaii is going to be a problem. Hawaii is really bad, folks. Unless they're playing for me because the Rainbow Warriors (laughs) show up when I pick them because they respect me. (laughs) And for me, I had another abysmal week. I don't know how to pick my cash crop bets because the rest of my bets made up for going one and three, having Duke KU over 66 and a half, UNC minus one and a half, Iowa Rutgers under 34, 
and Minnesota carrying the water for me with my one win at minus two and a half. <laughs> Just let that beautiful music tell you how that's been going. Uh, and then our, fe- our fearless leader went one and one, so he even had a down week. So the music kind of fits his as well. With yeah. TCU minus one and a half, UNC my or TCU minus one, UNC minus one and a half. Williams is holding the water. We should have him on one of these podcasts, but then he'd probably listen to it and fire us. So maybe we should just like let him <laughs> let him stay over there on the Iowa everything feed to stay away from the shenanigans. Yeah, we're back. I'm excited. So this week is kind of a weird week. Let me get the DraftKings up. Um, so we have we have an island game, and why this might not? I guess it actually does hit landlocks because BYU is going to be a future Big Twelve partner, but. We always bet island games. And why is that, Jake? Why do we bet island games? (laughs) 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 Or I can hit the right one, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The action is the juice. I'm in. Yeah, so (laughs) we'll save that or soundbite for later. (laughs) We're, we're, We're a professional podcast. We are... We uh we definitely uh, bring down the quality of the other cycle for next podcast. <laughs> see what you see what you do when we go from no sound drops to like yeah, six of them, Ted. I gave, is... you, I gave you too much work. I gave I got I got we, we tried going too fast. We're like Tom Cruise in Maverick when he's on that walk secret. before we run. Correct. So, Island game Friday night it is BYU hosting Utah State. It is sponsored to you by the Super Soaker Super Soaker Super Soaker Five Hundred Squirt Gun. So, let's get soaked in Provo. BYU is a 25-point favorite. Over-under is 60. Utah State is trash. They have not covered a spread the entire year. Yeah, BYU is one that I like a lot. I do, too. BYU is a 25-point favorite. It's a lot of points, but I think think they cover this easily. Give me... uh, can you BYU? Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm taking BYU uh at home. And like you said, Utah State is just awful. I think BYU could just basically roll the ball out, not care that much, and run them over. Yeah, it's in theory, which anymore I, I hate to speak on, but uh <laughs> they should be able to yeah, to go out there and just roll over them and it shouldn't be a ton of competition. The Utah State's been mostly getting whooped all year. Um, should be just a tune-up game, more or less, for BYU to fix any problems they have. And, yeah, close to a 31-3 to win at worst. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they play Oregon last week. Or was it was a two-weeks removed from Oregon. And mine's just a bad host. I don't know who BYU played last week, but... Yeah, just they played Wyoming. Uh, yeah, also not completely against the under here. Yeah, I was looking at that too. I mean, over under sixty, and I mean, do you think Utah State's going to score any points? Because what do they? What do you think they're going to have to score to hit, make that go over? I mean, forty to forty-two to twenty-one gets you there. Right? You think they're going to score? Tw- I mean, you think they're going to no, score? No, no, you're asking me how they get there. No, that's what I don't. I'm saying. Like, I don't think they're going to score 
20 points. So, so I think they'd be, I think the under would be, if I was going to bet a total there, I would definitely be on the under, which is what everybody's doing apparently. Well, I mean, you don't, have to, you don't have to twist my arm to bet an under. I mean, just super easy. Make it done. Make it, make it, make it work. So, all right. So moving on to our other future big 12 brethren, Tulane is going to Houston. Houston's a two and a half point favorite over under is 54 and 54 and a half. Also on Friday night, not really an Island game because there's four games on Friday night. So there's quite a few to pick from. I don't know a feel on this, except that with a hurricane going on in Florida right now, like maybe just take the, the waves. Mm. Yeah. I was looking, I was looking at that. I, I think if I was going to bet that game, I, I would lean Tulane plus two and a half is what I saw it at. And I, I would, I don't know, I would maybe get a little spicy and, and just take the money line. I don't know how much I actually like that, but. There's better games than I, that I like that you're yeah. better off betting on. I mean, for example, UTSA, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee just boat raced Miami last week. I understand it's the home game in Middle Tennessee, but like this screams let down, let down spot. Give me the Roadrunners minus four. And I know this isn't really a land loss game, but like it's a Friday night game. So we're going to talk about it since it's there. So Yeah, I think it's a big de- big time letdown game too. I think uh, I'm pretty sure if you look back at all the Sunbelt teams the week after their upset games, the next week they went out and like either lost or at least didn't cover. So I think that'd be a pretty good spot to – I like UTSA even though they uh, – they didn't cover for me the last time I bet them, but yeah. So, all right, let's move on. We're an Iowa state podcast, so we can come back to the Friday night games. Um, cause we're going to discuss it in the wild card section. So I really do like that Boise San Diego state under might be my sicko bet of the week. Um, Iowa state is currently a three point favorite down Lawrence. Uh, let me find the over under, I believe it's in the forties. Or not. 58 and a half. Wow. Okay. Way off. Samsonite. <laughs> 58 and a half to cover. Iowa State minus three. If you've been following me on Twitter all week, that's definitely Kansas. I think Can- Iowa State rolls them. Like, I understand Kansas is the Cinderella story, et cetera, et cetera. They should be ranked. Everyone's rallying around them. Memorial Stadium's going to be sold out. Can't find the stat that Gukin put in our group chat, but basically he said that Kansas is, is like the equivalent of the Illinois defense or something. Jake, remember what that was? He, he definitely. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't remember any of the specifics. Um, I just know basically the the synopsis of what Kansas is doing and their success that they're having is their offense is competent and pretty good. It's it's efficient. Uh, their quarterback is looking. Uh, I mean like one of the top quarterbacks in the league at this point, but their Everyone defense, loves this kid. their defense is still what it's been. And it's pretty, like pretty abysmal. So, um, yeah, I think I, I, I don't know if I will say that they roll, it's going to be basically sold out if not sold out. Um, but I bet it, if I was just going to look at this game and bet it, I would be taking Iowa state minus three. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't know about roll, but I think yeah, Iowa State should definitely win. I will probably play an alternate line and even get a couple more points. I think Iowa State's at least a touchdown win here. 
Uh, so if I can definitely get a little better odds for that and a little extra money on hopefully a winning bet, uh, I think I think that's going to be my play. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Narber in the group chat. Sorry, Austin. He is saying that they're uh, they beat a uh, FCS team, the number sixteen eighty five and eighty ninth ranked defense. So. Yeah, their off. Yeah, their offense has looked good, uh, and and the some of the analytics do like it, even for opponent adjusted. But yeah, you do have to take a little bit of um, I don't know. You have to evaluate it a little bit how good their offenses look, considering who they've played. And they also, I don't believe they've played anybody that's really been able to take a big advantage of their defense still being poor. And if you like comparing. Iowa State to Alabama, like our boy Alex Gukin does. <laughs> Iowa State is 16 and 6 against the spread after a loss since 17. So just take the clones and don't think about it. We're an Iowa State podcast. If you're betting against the clones, if you're emotionally hedging, I, I understand people love to emotionally hedge. Some of my good friends like to emotionally hedge. If you bet on the Jayhawks, you just come talk to me. Just come talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be there, and I'll probably end up at some point with some money on Kansas Moneyline. You would. You would. I almost always do. All right. All right, let's move to Big Noon Saturday. Michigan coming into Iowa City. They are 11-point favorite. Overrunner is 42.5. Give me Iowa plus 11. Just give it to me. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that, that lines continued to kind of go up. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, if you're going to tell me that Iowa, that defense at Kinnick, it's not a night game, but it's rowdy or going to be rowdy, you're going to tell me I, they're getting over 10 points, I'll take it. Um, I, I don't think, uh, I don't love the under, but I also could, I think I'm on the over, going way under on the over, actually. Well, if you, you, you think it's going to go over and Iowa's going to cover? Seven, seven of Michigan's last eight road games have gone over the total. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they haven't played the one of the best defenses in the country, and they've got one that's pretty close behind it. So, well, how do we get there with 42 and a half points? Uh, 27, 17? Seems easy enough, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> you know, you, you got to bake in an Iowa defensive score, all right? Because it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you're probably going to need a – I mean, at this rate against Michigan, you're going to need a defensive score and a special team score or something. I don't think their offense can fall into a touchdown against Michigan's defense. Uh, Michigan's 0-4 the last four times at Kinnick. And I don't know if Michigan's going to be able to put up that many. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe somebody will finally come out and put up points against Iowa. But I don't see them doing it. You're, not, making, not me que- you're making me question everything, Jake. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And that bet in Iowa over just sounds dirty. So now I'm just going to bet Iowa yep. plus 11. Yep. I'd, I'm the contrarian. I, I think Michigan will roll them. I know all the numbers and stats and trends and everything say – top 10 teams coming into Kinnick since what is it like 2004 or something or one only five. like three of them have even one yeah one and let alone cover spreads 
but uh, my favorite trend is that uh, less than a year ago, Michigan beat them by 39. So that, I'll take oh, that. I remember that game. <laughs> Lost quite a bit of money on that under because Michigan scored of like three minutes left when they didn't need to. All right, staying in the Big 10, because apparently all the Big 10 games are 11 o'clock kickoffs. Purdue is at Minnesota. Minnesota's a 12-point favorite. Over-under is 52. Minnesota has just been murdering people. I think I'm going to take the over, over 52, if I'm in on this game. Interesting. I think I'm going to find a trend. There's a trend somewhere. You guys talk about it. I think, well, (laughs) I'll say as of right now, 65% of the bets, but 91% of the money are on the under 51.5 there. I will be betting. I'll be betting Minnesota and giving the points. Uh, at this point, I'm going to make it, make them prove me wrong, or at least prove the prove Vegas wrong. Yeah, I think that's really just, good. Yeah, kind of, almost, a not nec- not in principle bet territory. But I completely agree with you. There is, they've just been making fools out of game lines so far. So, they. They seem to be really good at not only winning games, but winning games by more points than they're supposed to. So okay. they, they legitimately have. Even I mean, other than the first game against New Mexico State, which they only covered by two. I mean, you're talking covering by almost double digits over the Vegas line in the rest of them. So that being said, Purdue <laughs> is nineteen and seven against the spread as a road underdog since 2014. And they're ten and four against the spread against AP ranked teams under Jeff Brome. Best check, best cover percentage in the Big Ten. Yeah, they've also been good. <laughs> Does that help? Does being a competent football team help cover the spread? <laughs> I mean, I would say so. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's, well, you're I talking believe. close closer games, conference games, but all right. We got a sicko under of the week candidate coming up next. Illinois visits Wisconsin. Illinois is a seven-point underdog. Over under 43-and-a-half. Don't want to touch this game. Blind bet no. the under. Don't don't watch. It'll, it'll make your eyes bleed. I think if I, in looking at this game, I, th- I think I agree with you. It's going to be gross, low scoring. And because of that, I would probably bet Illinois plus seven. Uh, if you're talking about a... Yeah, I don't know, a game that ne- neither team gets to the 20s probably, or maybe one team does and that's the winning team. Um, yeah, I, w- I would I would probably be on Illinois plus seven. Yeah, I, uh, Wisconsin just worries me. The last time I bet on their game, I didn't think they could beat a team by 38, and they beat them by 60. So You also uh, lost by 60 last week against Ohio State. That take. is that is <laughs> a, a good point as well. So, yeah, I don't think I want anything to do with that game. I haven't watched either one of those teams a second yet this year, <laughs> so I oh, need to get myself. No, we watched that Illinois game. Who did they play the first week of the season? They played something that we all watched. And they blew the under. Tulsa? Wyoming? <laughs> no, Wyoming. Why are you so terrible, Wyoming? 38 anyway, to 6. Man, so, Tez, I got bad news, brother. You're all excited about this Florida Atlantic game being our flyover. It is no longer the highest over of the week. Oh, no. It would have been so disgusting to do, though. 
I know. I guess it's our show. We can decide. But Oklahoma and TCU, the over-under is now 68 and a half. Ooh. Oklahoma going to TCU is a six and a half point favorite. So Florida Atlantic is still a 68 on the over-under. So we can we can decide this. We have some time. Well, not really. We got to get this to Jacqueline. <laughs> but <laughs> give, me, give me Oklahoma. Let's go. And I think the over. I yeah I, oof. I can't trust Oklahoma yet. I'm still not positive what they're made of, um, and I don't know. We may never figure that out this year from that team anyway. But I don't hate that. It was six and a half. I would. I'm okay with six and a half. I would play yeah. that. Take Oklahoma. And... That's that's what my that's what my first instinct is. But man, um, you look at their first three games who they beat i mean nebraska is nebraska at this point i know they beat the crap out of them but like they're what? favored this week yeah I, I don't i don't get it and then they and then oklahoma follows up the, with that loss to k-state i mean i guess if you're if you're gonna kind of try and logic your way into taking oklahoma you say they've they got smacked last week by k-state and they come out pissed off and um put away a tcu team that they should be able to beat by more than six and a half points that's the way that i would probably lean with that but i don't know that i'll bet it that's why you just take the over you want to know why you take the over i, I don't the sure over. Go, go for it but <laughs> none of the ou defensive scoring stats matter because they didn't have brent venables as their coach that's fine that's fine since 2012 the over <laughs> is 15 and 3 in Oklahoma games following a straight up loss. When Oklahoma was putting up 60 points a game and not playing defense. And they didn't play defense last week to overhead. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what the hell last week was, man. I didn't see that coming. So. You know what it was? It was an overhead in an Oklahoma game. Anyways. <laughs> Can Ema. Speaking of Ema. Texas Tech is heading in the Bill Snyder Family Stadium as an eight-point underdog. Over/under is fifty-seven. Under. Under. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I think I'd, I'd be with you there. I think that's probably what I would be most confident in for that game. Um, you get to play the game of who's going to have the bigger emotional hangover if you believe in those things. And that could just make the whole thing gross as it is. So, also, he probably should take K State because they cover at a crazy pace with uh, climbing as their coach. Yeah, over like eight and a half. I don't like if it was seven and a half, even definitely seven. If you're down around at that touchdown, I'd like it. Eight and a half. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I guess maybe you could you could say they're at home, so they're going to be more uh, immune to that big game letdown the next week. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I love anything in that. I, the under is probably. I mean, I think that's what everybody's betting at this point. But I think I mean, it makes you a lot can of tell sense. us what's the, what's the money looking like on the under. Seventy nine percent of the bets, ninety percent of the money. So there's more money coming in, but you're not really splitting. You're still getting majority of the bets, so a lot of the bets. So, all right, yeah. So, K State minus eight and the under. My parlay that. 
might parlay that. Even though been trying to do more baseball bets, get ready for a contest I'm entering in. They have not been going great. Probably because I'm parlaying them all. <laughs> Anyways. Baseball's so hard to bet when you don't do that. Well, you know, I don't make good decisions, obviously. All right. We are a podcast that supports the troops. And that being said, the next game is a service academy, Navy versus Air Force. Over under is three, seven and a half. Air Force is a 14 point favorite. Hit the music, Jake. All right. I don't know if you're new to this podcast or new to gambling or new to just in general betting unders. But what you want to do when service academies play each other is bet the under. Because service academy unders are since 2005, 41, 9, and 1. There is no number that is oh too God. low to bet a service academy. Like a perfect example is this game last year. I think it was Army Navy. That is the is the you hit that one like five times. Is that the one? No, that one. Oh. That one last year I have hit one of these like five times. The year I hit five times was when they won like seven to three. Mm. But uh, last year was one where they Air Force Navy no Navy Army scored twenty eight points in that first fourteen minutes, and the <laughs> over under of thirty five still hit. So they just stopped. They just stopped scoring. So. This is not going to be my sicko of the week because I need some wins in the cash crop. So this will be a cash crop bet. I already got two units on it. Three, seven and a half. I honestly kind of want Navy too as a 14-point underdog. Before you you talk about that too much, boy, I need to go bet this right now. Tez, you should too. Anybody listening to this, just go bet it. I mean, you're talking 47% of the bets and 8, but 82% of the money are on the under right now. I mean, there are, pe- there are people doing exactly what you did, Ted. Like, as soon as it came out, just dumping I bet it on units. Monday because I thought for sure it was going to go down, and it hasn't moved. So, like, and they, both these teams run the ball. You know, I think uh, Air Force has been, run, has been throwing the ball a bit more this year. The clock's going to be bleeding. This game's going to be over by 2.15 in the afternoon. So, just just do it. Like, I'm not saying how much you need to bet. Whatever you feel comfortable betting. Just bet bet on Air Force Navy under three seven. Create a unit system, and then you can just put multiple units on it. I might hit more on it. it. There's a good chance more is going to come down on it. We'll see. So, so yeah, America, F yeah, bleep yeah, Sir Scabby unders. All right, let's move on. Unless Sean, we didn't let you talk. You got anything on this uh, service county game? Uh, no, I I'm with you. Sorry, I was trying to get on there and hammer it real quick, but. DraftKings has currently locked the over-under on it, so that's interesting. Um, Now, you need to refresh. uh, But yeah, it is, I know, I think a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure how many it was, I think Air Force beat some bad team. I believe they completed one pass in the game, so yeah, they're just going to... They're gonna run at each other. It's that, gonna go quick. That was last week. They beat Nevada was forty. It, they put up forty eight points, and they threw yeah. the ball one time for like a seventy yard <laughs> touchdown pass. It's ridiculous. So yeah, there's gonna be plenty of rushing attempts, plenty of rushing yards, which obviously all of that keeps that clock moving. And yeah, and I don't hate if you're gonna play under thirty eight on a game. But yeah, taking a fourteen point dog to cover is 
not a bad piece to go with it. You know, you could also, if you really want to get crazy, you could tease up this game and say Iowa, Michigan, do a parlay between them, but go up, tease you up, the over four or five points up. So, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against that either. I mean, Tez doesn't like it, but you could tease the number on those two. Yeah, I mean, if you're t- you're talking, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking like you get you get Navy at like plus twenty and Iowa plus seventeen. Six point teaser on there. Probably have to find something else to throw with it to make it worthwhile. But yeah. All right, so I'm going to talk about this game because I'm in charge and I'm the host. Alabama is going to Arkansas as a 17-point favorite, over-under 60. I think I'm on the Hogs. Alabama has A&M next week, which we all know how that went last year, and then Tennessee the week after. And they have been destroying Arkansas lately. So and I know Alabama first half are principal bets for a lot of us here. Yeah, at 10 points, though, against that team, I – I don't know if I love that this week. I'll, I'm probably going to bet it, but, man. Yeah, the flat 10 is not wildly encouraging, but... Uh, and I, I hate... I hate it's, it's such a cop-out to say, like, either Bama wins going away or it's a, it's a rock fight, because that's such a crap thing to say. But I feel like Bama wins this by 30 or it's a seven-point game, which... Helps nobody when I say stuff like that, so I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I just looking at it, I, I mean, there's there's a pretty big disparity on the under betting. 39% of the bets, 74, 74% of the money. Uh, that would that that would probably uh, incline me to also have Arkansas plus 17.5. If you, if you think that game's going to stay under, that means you think they're probably, uh, it's probably decently competitive and maybe Bama wins by... A couple touchdowns, but doesn't cover. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's move on to the only game worth watching at two thirty. There's nothing else going on at two thirty. No other games. So why don't you settle down, get yourself a nice beverage, watch Northwestern go in the Happy Valley as a twenty-five point favorite over under two. Underdog. <laughs> Just. Just trust North, Northwestern. Nor, no, no, no. Northwestern is a 25 and a half point underdog. Okay. They're not, they're not a favorite going to happy okay. points going to happy valley. <laughs> I this is another game I don't I, I the trends are sh- crap. Wow. Okay. Like Northwestern is bad, but I don't know if I trust Penn State to beat them by 26 points. And maybe that's just maybe I should feel better about Penn State at this point, but I don't. Yeah, I, it's, Northwestern is is real bad, but at the same time, I, yeah, I just don't have a lot of faith. That's a lot of points to just to just kind of throw out there. So you want to like just see these trends because they are just straight up like Oscar the Grouch. All right, Northwestern zero and five against spread on the road since last season. Northwestern 
Only five against the spread. Last five games after a loss. Penn State is four and eight against the spread by favorite by 20 or more. And they're also four or seven against the spread as a home favorite since 2019. So yeah, good luck figuring that out. Don't I don't want to. I don't like it. <laughs> and the the over under, like there's no disparity in the betting on those as of right now, so there's not even a good lean that way. Okay. All right. We got a Big 12 championship green match down in Waco. Those Baylor Bears, in which I can't say anything about because I don't want to get in trouble, are two-point favorites against Okie State. Over under 57. Give me Baylor. I heard a stat today about why I'm picking Baylor, and I'll let you guys go first, but just give me Baylor. Um, yeah, I think I, I will be on Baylor uh, that low uh, under a field goal. Uh, I think we saw uh, Shapen. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna think that he comes out and looks at least pretty close to as good as he did last week against Iowa State. Uh, we finally saw him look like the quarterback that basically won them the Big 12 championship game last year. Uh, if he continues to look like that, they're they're gonna beat a lot of teams and probably be back in the championship game. Um, that's what that team that we saw Saturday is the team that most people thought that they were going to be. And that's why a lot of the people close to him, uh, the league and pay, that paid attention, picked him to, to repeat or at least go back. So, so since the start of last season, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma state's quarterback has 12 interceptions. Okay. Tesma put you on the spot here. How many of those came against Baylor? Oh boy. He said he has 12 since the start of last season. So they played Baylor twice in that span. I'll say six. Jake, you got a a guess? Out of 12 and they've played twice? Yep. I, I, the look on your face makes me, I'm going to, I'm going to bump, bump Tez and go seven. It is seven. Wow. He prices righted you. Wow. I mean, if, if I couldn't, well, if I, I could have heard in your voice and the fact that you're giving the stat, but yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But also like, if you believe in trends, which I know everyone here in this podcast, especially Jake loves trends. They basically say <laughs> Basically, Oklahoma State's amazing against the spread in all fat in all aspects, and so is Baylor the last two years. So, yeah, I mean, if you, I think, you think if you think Okie State's covering, I, I mean, just money line it. But I don't, I don't think that highly of them at this point. I think Baylor pretty easily covers that. But I did not realize till today that Okie State, sorry, Oklahoma State. I don't want to upset any Oklahoma fans that are listening to Oklahoma State fans. Is seventeen and two the last nineteen games. That's like the, a really quiet, amazing record. That's what Gundy's done, though. Yeah, he's well, always yeah. like eight, nine wins, ten wins. Well, maybe if I watched that O on network, I would understand. I would hear about it more often, or whatever he likes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right. What else we got? Oh my! Oh my! Oh wait, we're, we're, that one's not yet. That that. That turd burger of a game's not up yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're heading to Annapolis. Is, is Maryland playing Annapolis? Am I right? Is that where they play? No. 
Where? College Skyway? Park. College Park. I don't know. Not College Park. That doesn't say. That sounds like a made up name. Anyway, Michigan State's heading to wherever Maryland plays College at. College Park, Maryland. <laughs> I hate you. Anyways, with all love, with all due respect, <laughs> gotta say that part because then it makes me sound mean. So I gotta add that of all due respect part. Michigan State has to College Park, Maryland, as an eight and a half point underdog. Wow, they're an underdog to Maryland. They must be bad. Over under is 60. Also 2, 3 o'clock on Saturday. 60? Maryland can score. I don't think Michigan State can. Yeah, that's... Give me that under. I I don't see this game getting to 60 unless unless it is, unless Michigan uh, State does end up being like... I guess Michigan In fact, State, bad. They put up but. 28 against, at Washington. I mean, they 52 nothing Akron, so that, but that doesn't mean anything. They 35 th- 13 Western Michigan. So the trends back you up. Michigan State and Maryland have combined to go 6 and 2 on the under this season. So blind bet the under. Yeah, I actually I like that quite a bit. Maybe a cash crop? Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to make a I'm going to make a list of all the bets that, on Thursday that I know I'm going to bet or have bet and I'm going to like just randomly pick pull them out because obviously whatever I'm doing is not working. Jake even, is even what we call be, even though my betting is going pretty pretty okay. Jake is what we call on tilt for the cash crops. Yeah. I'm definitely tilted. You should bet Hawaii. Um <laughs> do not bet Hawaii. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not bet Hawaii. All right, so let's talk about this next game. I already called it Order Up, Turd Burger. Rutgers is a 40-point underdog going to Ohio State. 40. It's a 40-burger. Over-under is 59. Real tempted to pull the too many damn points here. That is a lot of points. I don't know if I like uh, the full game, but I think I'm going to look at that first half, minus 26.5 for Ohio State. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, 40, 40, and a half, 40 and a half is a lot of points, but I think Bama Ohio State. It. Ohio, I mean, teams cover it, obviously. we've. I think both of us have been on each yeah, side but- of large, large spreads like that getting covered or not covered, so. I just brought that up because we were all kind of, we all kind of talk about Vandy being a forty-one point underdog versus Bama last week, <laughs> and without checking, I'm pretty sure Bama covered that. So I don't know. Rutgers is seven and ones against the spread since 2020. Best best cover percentage as an underdog as a road, and all eight games away from Rutgers have gone under since that time too. So parlay plus forty in the under. In in theory, <laughs> sure. <It's, laughs> you, you sound you got, so hesitant. You, you get me like two or three whiskeys, you can talk me into it. But <laughs> other than that, no, I, I don't know. I just don't think I want anything to do with that. How That's many just... fingers of Cody Rhodes does it take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, looking at that, I, I like Ohio State first half, but I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like, they could be up by... 55 in the third quarter and then end up not covering somehow. I don't know. Like that's just so that, that is a lot of points, but Ohio state is, I mean, we saw them just 
just do that to Wisconsin too, but I don't know if they're going to care to do that to to that Rutgers team. So poor Rutgers who could hold on to the ball and cost us all glorious under last week. <laughs> like maybe for Iowa games, we just like petition somebody who's in charge to make it so defensive scores don't count towards the over under count like, for account for half points like, against the total yeah like like fantasy football where like your, your defense <laughs> scores it doesn't count towards the total like i feel like that's a like i feel like joe biden can help us out there like i mean just yeah we can petition the president for you know change the gambling laws <laughs> you know, what else you got nothing, nothing else on his table not like there's a hurricane or anything going on so <laughs> All right. What else we got here in our Big 12, Big 10? Is that it? Are we done? There's no night games? Oh, wow, I don't think I found, so. I found one. All right. Cincinnati at Tulsa. We all love Tulsa. They covered last week against Mississippi State. Is it Mississippi, Mississippi State or Ole Miss? I don't know. One of those, one of those teams. It was. Which are one Kiffin coaches? They're a, they are a nine and a half point underdog at home. 58 and a half is a total. I think there's a trend here on this under, but I kind of want to take them again. Give them the points. Man, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like anything on this game, to be honest. I I wrote the game down, obviously, because of Cincinnati and just, like, wrote minus nine and a half, question mark. Like, I... All, all the money or all the bets and money, like they're pretty even, but they're all on Tulsa at this point. But I don't think the line has really moved. So that means that they they probably like that number. Um, yeah, I, I would probably lean Cincinnati being able to win by 10 points, but I don't I wouldn't love it. Yeah, I can't find that trend that I was looking for. All right. No, I found the game we were, we were waiting to talk about. Indiana, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska's a four and a half point favorite. Over under is 60. Oh, yikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to let someone else say something because I don't. This game is. Just, That's another yeah. one that that game gets. You think that game gets to 60? We need a puking. We need a puking soundbite. Right, make a note. It's a. Because you know, people, that's people awful. Really it's... just driving the road. People should hear like regurgitation, like in their like car. Sorry, sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> What's even more gross is that according to the University of Nebraska, ninety-five thousand people are going to pay to be there. And I mean, they might see a victory, so I mean, they're probably going to go. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's very real possibility. I. Man, how does that get nighttime status? I don't know. I Nebraska I can't in not good conscience. Yet. Yeah, Big I can't bet on Nebraska. And also, I, I found. Go ahead. I no. I was just. That's that's horrible. You should. There should be like laws and rules against betting on Nebraska, especially as favorites. It's just. It's a felony. <laughs> that's that's something you can only do in the like Arkansas and Missouri those those states. Anyways, um, come back to Cincinnati, Tulsa. The underdog has covered in six straight games. So, golden flashes. 
you know, if you're feeling frisky. All right. West Virginia visits Texas. Texas, which lost to Texas Tech last week. I do remember that. They're nine and a half point favorites. And 62 is the over under. I, give me give me Texas. Give me Bounce Texas. back. They're going to be pissed. They are pissed. They're going to, Sark's going to go just beat the ever living crap out of West Virginia. You tell me if Kansas can beat West Virginia. And I know how that game ended. Don't come at me. <laughs> that Texas can't cover 10. Yeah. Especially after last week. Yeah, it's it seems easy enough, seems fairly like a no-brainer, but... We, also, people really like the over, apparently, which I don't know if I feel that good. Because Texas is going to hang a 50-burger on them. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, that's that. if I was going to be, if I was going to bet that over, that's what I would be thinking is Texas is putting 50, put up 45, 50 points and West Virginia will score a couple touchdowns. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. We got our island game. Did you guys know this? I did not. Did you know I, this? I noticed it after we had talked about it, and I opened the action app. So, well, hit that, hit that button. Oh boy. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Gosh darn right, I'm in. SMU, UCF, Sunday at noon. What else are you doing on Sunday at noon? Nothing else on TV. Nothing else. <laughs> Remotely interesting, gained millions of eyes. Just skip watching the Red Zone channel. Let's watch SMU, UCF go over 64 and a half. <laughs> Just neither one of these teams is going to want to play defense. UCF might be underwater. I don't know. I'm not sure. Pretty sure they're not. But, I mean, and they're a three-point favorite. This is a future Big 12. No, it's not. SMU didn't make the cut. Not yet. Poor Mustangs. Wah, wah. All right. Give me the over. Six, four and a half. You guys got any thoughts on this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like what you're saying. The numbers do not like what I was thinking either way on this game. The SMU's getting a lot of money. I mean, they got 52% of the bets, but 98% of the money. That's still a decent bet percentage, so I don't know if I love that. However, on your total, we're 40% of the bets, but 81% of the money on the under – if I saw that on Sunday morning at those numbers, I would automatically be betting the under, and I don't know if I would watch it or not. I, I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> the look of disgust on Tez's face right now. He's like, just I, like, well, and I was trying to figure out. I guess they just moved it back a day. They didn't actually move the game because of the hurricane. <laughs> um, if it would have been moving the game, I would probably for sure hammer the under. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's we don't bet college football on Sundays. It's would mess up my entire week. <laughs> I just feel all week off. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you, you just start a week over. off like that. <laughs> all right, so we got a few minutes. We always try to keep this under an hour. Let's let's find some random games that I'm interested in. So I already talked about this early Friday night. There's four games. Boise State, San Diego State, overrunners 39. That is probably my sicko of the week, I'm pretty sure. Boise State, no offense to Tammy, our good friend. Tammy, yeah, don't listen. It's just been kind of poopy. Like, just. They've been disappointing, that's for sure. 
like you know it's bad. And like this, I I, mean, I rec I, I like applaud the move. Like their quarterback transfers, and they're like, "What do you think? Should we uh, dust out those new helmets? These old retro helmets? <laughs> like maybe that'll like distract from the fact that we lost a seventeen point favorite last Friday. I don't even know who they lost oh. to. I don't remember who it was either. So, San Diego State's also not been great all year. Just give me the under under thirty nine. Don't watch. Just. I mean, you could watch it. I mean, I won't judge you, but under 39. You want to get a question my my judgment? No. Yeah, I don't want to. It's not like I can bring anything to the table to fight it because it has been – Boise's been rough, and it's – I don't see it magically getting right this week, so. Yeah, so – and then we actually have a Pac-12 after dark game that night. Washington, number 15 in the country. Washington has covered every spread they've played this year. Yeah, that was one uh, If uh, before we were done that I was going to bring up that I saw. Uh, the numbers, they don't they don't support it, but we'll see what they look like later. Uh, I like I like Washington there. What are they, three, three points? Something like three that? and a half point favorites, over under 64 and a half. I also like the over, no wait, the under. The under in that game, sorry. Yeah, I think under is probably where I would lead. I couldn't fault you for taking Washington either. That seems both of those seem like fairly well, fairly decent picks. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm an, I'm an idiot. Sh- Sean, we're bad. We're we're bad. We're bad. Hosts. Oh, the over between these teams is six one and one in the season. So, hmm. but all I mean what? Eh. But all five yeah. road games for Washington. They've only played five road games this last season. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> I've gone under, so I'm on the over, I think. Let's roll. It's in the Rose Bowl. You know, it's a Pac-12 game. The stands are going to be There will packed. be at least 300 people there, yeah. You know, I can't <laughs> imagine the atmosphere on that game. So, all right. Let's find the, the only top 10 match of the week that we have not talked about. And then probably going to end on it, I guess, unless Jake has something like that, but... North Carolina State at Clemson. Clemson's a six and a half point favorite. You know what's fun? When you have Clemson in your cash crops at minus seven and they have a two point conversion and only win by six. That's cute. That's cute. Over under is 40 and a half. You know what? Give me the wolf pack out of spite. Out of spite. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if I feel good about either of those teams. I, I would lean under, which probably would also lend me to uh, NC State covering that. I like it a lot better at seven, um, but I guess we'll 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 see what it is later, uh, closer to the game, and see if anything moves. Yeah, I don't have much on that one. I'd all you need to know is Clemson's a bunch of bums. My my gut was yeah, NC State, um, and not that. You know, that's how I bet 85% of the time anyway. It's oh, just, oh, yeah, that looks right. So, uh, uh, I got bad news for you. <laughs> Clemson is 9-2 against the spread against top 10 teams with Debo as Debo as our coach. 19-7-1 against the spread. Against, oh, wait, all right, I, I screwed this up. All right, they're 9-2 against the spread against top 10 ACC teams. 
nineteen seven and one against the spread in, in AP top ten teams. Wow. NC State is really bad against the spread. Four and twelve on the road. Zero and three straight up. Two and one on the road. So, I'm not the I'm not the bet on those bums. Non covering bums. I yeah I yeah. Those tr- those trends are pretty good. I mean, I think it's interesting. You're talking about you talk about top ten ACC teams. I mean, outside of Clemson, I think we've seen a lot of Pitt. I mean, we've seen a lot of top top ten ACC teams that aren't actually that good. They just don't. They end up four and zero and end up in the top ten. And then Clemson says, "Yeah, I'm actually good," and smacks them around. I would be a little bit concerned about Clemson's offense still, though. Uh, they haven't figured that out yet. I don't know if it's quarterback or what, but they uh, they they need to do something if they're going to actually be a top ten team. I didn't watch the highlights, but we can call it the quarterback's fault. They didn't convert that two point conversion. <laughs> that I don't what? actually know. But don't even know his name. Sounds like a D- loser. DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> I'm weird like, like that. I've tried. I try, like to try and figure out and remember the weird, the the unique names. Someone could put the gun in my head. Give me his name in written form. <laughs> Ted pronounced this. I'm like, just pull it. <laughs> pull the trigger. Ted, Ted, you have to pronounce this or guess where uh, Fordham is. <laughs> I'm gonna go off New York. Always go up New York. <laughs> All right. Um, is there any games we haven't touched on, Jake? I feel like are we going might... to actually pick the flyover? Or we Oh, yes. We probably should. So which one do you want to do? We're in charge. Do you want to do the gross one? Florida Atlantic? I don't care. Nah, I, I'm good with Oklahoma TCU. That's Makes one we'll be keeping Makes an eye on. Anyway. I have my pick already. Yeah. Can we discuss the flyover record, Jake? Do you have that up? Can we talk about Gus, discuss who's in first and who's been destroying people? I think you need to relax there, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, was it? Is it not? Is it not you? It's not me. It but Tez has the same record as you at this point. <laughs> well, I got a better beard, so. <laughs> you both That's are, false. You both are That's three. False. You both are three and one, and I'm one and three, so. Which you me yet to I pick this? That... I didn't know I was doing... was that well on him. Good for me. Well, well me and Jacob yet to pick the same team in that. So, so well, now I'm sense. in a hole and I can't. I just definitely can't now, right? Like I just got to keep going opposite. <laughs> I mean, I got Oklahoma and the oh, over. Over. Sorry. Oh man, just over cut me sixty-eight and a half. Hmm. It's in Fort Worth. Can't stop now. I'll go under 68 and a half. I think, I'm, I think I'm with Jake on this one. Oh, we think. Wow. Wow. I think I'm switching allegiances again. Uh, well, I hope that works out terribly for you. And that's our flyover. Yeah. One of us will be alone at the top next week. So. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we had a children's birthday party during that game, so <laughs> pretty excited. Like roll a strike and then cuss angrily, and my seven-year-old's friends are like, <laughs> "Oh, and why is your dad so upset? He got a strike." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, yeah, give me the over. 
go. Let's roll. So, anyways, come visit us at Wild Rose Casino tonight in Clinton. Let's have some fun. It's Bengals and Dolphins. It should be pretty good. I'm on the Bengals pretty heavily, I think. Yeah, I think that game's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. And, of course, you know, the Super Soaker 500 game of the year, <laughs> Utah State versus BYU. I'm sure we will be on TV. I'll be jumping so- up and down watching the Super Soaker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man it's gonna be a lot of teamwork in that game (laughs) both those teams are just really all about helping (laughs) partners out you know you know sometimes you just gotta like help help a little movement it's all in the hips anyways (laughs) or not (laughs) all some landlocks Technically, you're right. There is no movements in the hips. (laughs) (laughs) No one's listening at this point, anyways. All right, boys. Until next week, find us on the tailgate side if you want to listen to us talk about matinee baseball movies. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. See ya. (laughs) 